Hey, welcome to Pick a Side, Stupid. I am here with my guest this week, Travis Stevenson. Hey, Hello. Travis. How's it going? Good. How are you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. Nice. Well, you did the show tonight. We were talking about comic books. Yes. Yeah. And um, it went all right for you. We'll, we'll play the tape <laughs> later on, but it was, it was pretty good. Um, so did you read a lot of comics books growing up or what? I did, but not like in a conventional fashion. It's not yeah. like I was like a big nerd who was super into comic books. Uh, my parents had a flea market store mm-hmm. that I spent a lot of time at. And across from that was a comic book stand. And the dude would let us buy a comic book and they just trade it out. Mm-hmm. So we would read comics, but they were never like in series. So we never got to finish the storyline, but we did read quite a bit of comics. So you read comics, but you just like always had more questions than <laughs> more answers. More questions than answers. Absolutely. Just like hop in the middle of a series and then never find out what happened. What do you end. mean Spider-Man's uncle is dead? What in the hell is this? <laughs> it was always yeah. like I was watching a series, but I picked up on episode five and yeah. I was just totally clueless. Ah, that's fun. Yeah. And it never made sense. Like, I never got comic books based on a story or yeah. anything. I would pick stuff that had, like, cool art on the front of it. Okay, yeah. So, I, like, I really like Ghost Rider because, like, when you're seven, motorcycles and flaming chains and a skull, like, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Nick Cage comes along and, like, fucking Nick Cage. Like, that's the guy I'm supposed yeah. to get behind. It's tough, man. <laughs> you weren't happy with that choice, no. that casting? It's like, hell yeah, like, this is this badass dude is who turns into, like, this flaming motorcycle... Well, flaming motorcycle guy. That probably should have been a clue. But, yeah. like, like, he's got fire, and he shoots chains out, and they're like, they picked Nick Cage. And I'm like, oh, no, this is just going to go on his long list of shitty B-movies he's done. I, I like to think that Nick Cage's, like, uh, filmography goes in this order, where he's like, I was a uh, Ghost Rider. And then he was kind of... After he was Ghost Rider and he got sad, he was <laughs> leaving Las Vegas, and he was just... I like to think he was Ghost Rider drinking himself to death. Right. You know, even though I know that chronologically doesn't work because Leaving Las Vegas came out first. But, you know, he'll always be the guy from Con Air for me. Oh, With the yeah. really shitty Southern accent. That's right. Put we did a whole episode on, uh, on Nicolas Cage when we first started the show. So He's kind of awesome, though. It's yeah. like if you were to become a famous actor and make millions of dollars, like yeah. what would you spend it on? He's like a castle, a dinosaur Skull, like all yeah. kinds of cool shit. He he's a he's a seven year old that became rich, <laughs> and nobody That's told him is. no. Yeah. So um, all right. So we talked a little bit about comics, but uh, I do want to hop back a little bit and just uh, talk about how we met because uh, this is the first time you've been on the podcast. Hopefully, you'll be a, a frequent guest. Hopefully. Yeah, that's um, that's the uh, ambition. Yeah, and. Uh, you started coming to this club uh, how many months ago? Four, four and a half, five. Okay. And you did the stand-up 101 class, and then you just started doing very well on stage. And then you won Best of Bristol, yeah. Funniest in Bristol, which is a, a huge uh, award that we made up this year. Yeah. But you did have to, you did have to beat a bunch of people to get it. I yeah, mean, yeah. Like people from like that were driving several hours to be here. Yeah. It was nuts because like, I remember when I... I went to sign up for the class. I heard, because there was a comedy competition for this area, and we're not known for our comedy in this yeah. area. And it happened eight, nine, ten years ago, something like that. And I'd always enjoyed comedy. I was a big fan of it. And I saw that there was this comedy competition you did three to five minutes, mm-hmm. and you could, you could win this thing. And I remember writing like a shitty five that I thought would work. I'm like, I'm going to enter this competition. And it comes around, and it's time to go up and do it. And I chickened out. And I was like... 
you were signed up at everything? Yeah. And, and then I, you, did you go to the location, no. to the venue? The, oh. the, the day coming, and I was like, no, can't do it. Mm-hmm. So then I was like, well, if I'm too, if I can't gather the nerves to get on stage, then this is not for me. So I'm like, I'll just enjoy comedy as a, as a fan. Mm-hmm. And then I, I was having a dinner with somebody that I didn't even want to go to. And I saw an advertisement for a stand-up comedy class. It said stand-up comedy and comedy writing. And I've got a YouTube channel, and I was like, oh, man, this would be nice to learn some comedy writing skills mm-hmm. that I could use in, on this channel and in life. So I go to sign up for it. I come to the class, and you give us a writing assignment. I come up with a joke, and I had no intentions of going on stage. Like, you going up tonight? I'm like, absolutely not. Yeah. And you guys were, no, you need to go up on stage. You kind of pressured me to go up. And yeah. I went up, and from there, it was just a whirlwind. I was like, it's been the most exciting, fun, interesting thing I've ever done. And I mean, thank you because you gave me the courage to get on stage because I chickened out before. I was like, well, this just isn't for me. Yeah, I think I mean, I'm psyched that you joined us here because you've been great. Um, But I I do think like the first week when I gave you a writing assignment, (laughs) I like really expected people to come back with like, I don't know, like one joke, like 30 seconds. And you came back with like a five minute, minute, like written out like bit. And I was like, all right, yeah, that's plenty. You should do that on stage. You've already written, you know. Yeah, you got to do it on stage. I'm like, no, 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 no. This is just, I'm just trying to do good on the assignment. Yeah, and something about, like, if I was going to be a superhero, because when you're younger, you always imagine, oh, that's me. I'm that character. I'm Donatello. You have to be Michelangelo. Yeah. And being a guy that's in tights that crawls around and shoots web out of my body, I'm like, that's lame. But being a guy that rides a motorcycle and beats people up with chains and shoots fire out of his face, I'm like, hell yeah. That's the guy. But I do want to uh, touch on something that you said, which is like, you know, that you'd be Donatello. And who would choose Donatello? Yeah, that's that's uh, that's showing my hand a little of bit. Of all the turtles. So I wasn't the oldest brother. So my oldest brother got to be Leonardo. And then it was mm-hmm. Michelangelo. And I was left with Donatello, mm-hmm. the nerd with the stick. Yeah. But see, like, I mean, I spent my fair share of time at flea markets. So we had, like, ninja stars. But we didn't have those, like trident like things that michelangelo had and we didn't have size yeah size exactly but i had a you know a mop that (laughs) i could (laughs) i could take the handle off of and i could pretend to be donatello oh man when i was a kid uh me and my brothers we would uh like cut branches off of trees and we would like make homemade nunchucks oh yeah we would like nail a piece of rope into one end and then nail it into the other end, and we would just fling those things around, hit ourselves in the head. Sometimes it'd fly off and like b- break a lamp or something. But it was uh, looking back on it, that was probably more dangerous like, than we should have. What we should have been doing. There was a period of my life from like eight to thirteen, which is the wrong time frame, where yeah. my family started going to like flea markets a bunch, and that's where you can find. And you don't need to show an ID to purchase like ninja stars mm-hmm. or like fucking. Those retractable batons. Oh, we had a yeah. bunch of those. So we just, like, as children, we had, like, all these weapons that you shouldn't have. So when we reenacted the Power Rangers or Ninja Turtles, like, we did it in a very unsafe way. Oh, my God. And, like, our, my mom's still trying to be supportive, but she doesn't know any better. So yeah. we're outside, like, fighting with these shitty metal swords <sighs> from China Bazaar and Gatlinburg, Tennessee. And, like, they're clanking against each other. And she's just like, you got to keep your shoulders up, Trav. Come on. Don't let them get the best of you. And I'm like, it's lucky we didn't lose a thumb. Like, thank God those things were so dull and shitty. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, we'll get into Batman during the episode. I feel like you had a few choice words for <laughs> Batman during this episode. Yeah, I got a few. So people can definitely look forward to that. Um, all right. Is there anything else that we have to talk about before we wrap this up? No, that's my comic book knowledge. Yeah, that's a, that's all that I know about comic books. I think I, I hit on all of it. Um, and we talked about how we met. So I think that's everything. Um, but we will play some of the podcast. I'm going to play maybe every debate that you did that night. I don't know. Whenever I like go to these debates, because sometimes you go first and it's just like, go. And yeah. you know my brain doesn't have time to think about things, so I feel like for the audience, it's just an acid trip. It's just a bunch of word vomit coming out at rapid speed, and eventually, maybe something makes sense. What is he saying? <laughs> yeah, I mean that's what that's all that you can do is you just try to like talk until it makes sense, mm-hmm. and like I'll get confused and figure whose point I'm even arguing. Mm-hmm. It's it's so much fun. It'll be good. It will it will play it though. Um, so listen up if you're uh. If you're hankering for some debating, if you would like to debate or you just want to watch a debate, uh, come down to the Blue Ridge Comedy Club. We are on State Street in Bristol, Tennessee at uh, 620 State Street. You come in the door or just walk to the end of the hall. We're right there. Uh, Thursday nights, every Thursday, we do this debate. And uh, it's always a good time, I think. What do you- for me, it's like, so I was too scared to get on stage at the open mic. Yeah. So for this, it's like you don't have to have any material. The material is the question. Yeah. So if you're thinking about getting on stage, doing stand-up, I think there's no better way than to try to enter this mm-hmm. and just try it out because it gets you on stage. It gets your brain thinking. It gets you used to holding a mic and trying to tell something that makes people laugh. I yeah. think it's it's a good hybrid of like a debate. It's a competition, and it's improv all rolled up into one. Yeah. So I think it's it, it's the most fun thing I've ever been a part of. And if you're like worried about being on stage, you're also you'll be on stage with two other people, mm-hmm. you know, and you're only going to have to talk for like a minute or two. So it's a little bit it's kind of like dipping your toe. And it's not something that in, you went home and wrote. This is something that came out of the, at the top of your head. So yeah. it's not expected to be world class. It's expected to be, yeah. you know, improv. Yeah, true. Um, yeah. So come down and join us. Do some debating. We're here every Thursday. All right. Uh, well, thanks for being a guest this week, Travis. Anytime. We'll see you next time. Thanks for having me. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Pick a Side, Stupid. Yes. All right. <laughs> this week, we are talking about comic books. Everybody, please welcome... Travis Stevenson and Matt Gilbert. Okay. <laughs> Travis, you watch, you uh, read any comic books? Yes. I grew up in uh, a flea market, so we would trade comic books with the guy in the booth across from us. Uh, I haven't watched a lot of Marvel movies, but I have read some comic books. And what was your favorite comic book? Ghost Rider, baby. Okay. All right. I uh, I once uh, I knew a guy with a Ghost Rider tattoo, uh, and it was just Nicolas Cage's face. <laughs> so Johnny plays. Yeah. Matt, what do you have a favorite comic book? Have you uh, ever read a comic book? Yeah. Okay. I have a huge comic collection. It's for sale. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Batman, Ninja Turtles—they're my favorite. Ninja Turtles. Okay, great. Yeah. 
Um, all right, I'm gonna I gotta hand it to you here. Uh, do you want to go first or second? We'll go second. Second. Okay. Great. Um, so Travis, your question is: Would you rather find an alien baby in a cornfield, adopt it, raise it from infancy to be a superhero, or have your nephew that you're raising suddenly gain spider-like powers as a teenager? Okay. Obviously, I would like to find a baby that's an alien, raise him as my own, so when he grows up to be a super athlete named Tom Brady, I can cash in on that and I can get some money because he feels obligated to give me some props. I'm making good points. He looks like a fucking alien. Have you seen the size of that dude's head? That's not terrestrial. He got that elsewhere. Okay? Secondly, if we've got, you know, I'm an uncle, right, and my nephew is just making like web come out of his body that's not any different than a regular teenager and i'm not ready to have the masturbation talk especially when his name is peter parker and he fights people like the hobgoblin more like the knob goblin all right is there a gayer super villain out there i mean it's it's cast by william defoe and he rides a segway and throws balls at people so arrest my case look man everybody knows that when you find a baby alien in a field and raise it as your own, his weakness is a green rock. This motherfucker can't even own fish because you find green rocks in a fish tank. Of course you want a kid who's been bit by a spider and has spider-like abilities, can climb walls and shit. Who the fuck else is going to change the goddamn light bulbs when you get old and can't reach that shit? He's going to climb the wall and change that motherfucker. If I have Superman as a kid, it's Superman, not weird boy who cross-dresses in tights and sticks to things and crawls around my wall, you know what I mean? Superman could fly and change the fucking lights. He doesn't need to stick to things. He doesn't need to make things come out of his body. He's got x-ray vision. God damn it, I ain't seen a remote in a minute, honey. Hey, Clark, can you help me out? Oh, it's right there, Dad. Hey, could you pick up the couch? Sure can. And I don't have to stick to things either because I don't make goo come out of my body as my superpower. First and foremost, yeah, Superman can fly up and change the light bulb. But what happens when he fucks up and flies right through the fucking ceiling? Now you got this big-ass fucking hole that you're going to have to fix. Now, if you have Spider-Man as a kid and you got that big-ass fucking hole in your roof that your Superman kid just made, Spider-Man can shoot a web up there and fix that shit. You don't got to call nobody. What the fuck's wrong with you? All right, a lot of good points here. But I gotta hand the win to Travis Stevenson. How many Spider-Mans does it take to change a light bulb? <laughs> I don't have an answer for that, I just, you know. Two, it's two. Three? Why three? Oh, I gotta watch it, I guess. All right. One to change the light bulb and two to witness his uncle getting murdered. Okay. Uh, next up, everybody, please welcome John Pruitt and Joe Shea. This is bullshit. This yeah, this, this, this is fucked up. <laughs> all right. Two nerds. All right. Yeah. Great. John, Pru uh, John Pruitt, what's your uh, favorite comic book? Uh, Punisher Warzone. <laughs> 
Okay, and Joe? Comic book or comic book hero? Man, I mean, so would yours be Punisher then? Or would you change it if it was like an overall sort of question? Like who's your favorite hero? Oh yeah, favorite hero is probably still Punisher. Okay, so Batman's universe, Spider-Man's the best hero. You say Batman or Spider-Man? What? Sorry. Batman's books, Spider-Man's the best hero though. Oh, okay. See, yeah, you're levels in, to this you're show. You're in. You're in I too deep. I just won. You're in too deep. I won. I get to pick. Nope. John's gonna pick. <laughs> He's in disadvantage. The point of this show is that uh, you don't need to know anything about the content. So, with that in mind, uh, John, do you want to go first or second? I will go second. Second. Okay. So, Joe, your question is. Which popular reality TV show would you rather see cast 100% with comic book characters? Would you rather The Bachelor or Intervention? Intervention makes me sad, bro. I don't think I could watch Superman all railed out on meth or something like that, bro. That'd be a bummer. I don't want to see my heroes fall. It's like watching Tom Brady losing the playoffs last week. That shit was a bummer. Oh, you're not going to do it this time? <laughs> you suck. Tom Brady sucks. There you go. That's what I was looking for. Jesus. Uh, no, dude, fuck that. Intervention? Like, that would be absolutely horrible. I don't even care about, like, The Bachelor or the sexy chicks or whatever. Like, fuck that. I do not want to see Batman come to terms with his childhood trauma. <laughs> he won't be Batman anymore. Clearly that dude's got issues. He goes around at night beating the shit out of poor people. What a fucking dickhead. Fuck the 1%, bruh. Vote Sanders. All right, so you went with intervention? No, basically. I went not intervention. Okay, it's just not intervention. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, since he went with just not intervention, can I go with, like, naked and afraid? <laughs> you got to pick. No, all right, so. Uh, you so, want to see intervention. Yeah, or I, you can I, say I, why you don't want to see no, the Bachelor. I want to see intervention. I want to see that, that godlike red caped out underwear outside my pants motherfucker breaking down, realizing that he is the only one of his kind, <laughs> and then going, fuck, this sucks balls. And then he just flies off into the galaxy and we never see him again because we never needed that motherfucker anyway. And yes, I want to see Batman go, you know what? My parents died and this sucks balls. I've just been doing fucking blow and just, but Catwoman has a delicious ass. That's what needs to happen. I'm not addicted to uh, sensational headlines and watching people that I respect have horrible things happen to them. But, you know, I'm not a bad person. Jesus Christ, John, fuck's wrong with you? Do we need to take you to therapy session? Fucking hey. Uh, look, no, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm not even going to pretend like that, that intervention wouldn't be the worst thing in the fucking world. I mean, wh- Hulk's not going to come to terms with his rage issues because then he's not a hero. Fucking Black Widow dealing with the shit that happened when she was a kid. Oh, that's going to be fucking fun to watch. Nah, dude, you want to watch Power Girl and Supergirl getting a fucking fist fight in Metropolis over Batman. Time. That's fire. So I have one last rebuttal, right? Yeah. Okay, great. So uh, actually the Hulk did come to grips with his rage. Gray Hulk. Uh, Marvel. Uh, number 148. Gray Hulk, number 148. Thank you very much. And... 
as far as Black Widow coming to deal with her shit, she's fucking dead. That's dealt with. Um, <laughs> then uh, let's, okay, let's get into some Marvel guys, all right? Thor was a functioning alcoholic for the last movie, right? And then goes, I'm going to talk to my mom and have a salad. And it worked out. Intervention. Time. All right. A lot of good points. I think you both did a great job. But I got to hand the win to John Pruitt. All right. Next up, everybody, please welcome Johnny Aldal and Nina Russell. Okay. <clears throat> uh, Anina, what's your favorite comic book? Um, because I've never read anything other than Betty and Veronica. Betty and Veronica. Oh, okay. Johnny? Hombre Araño. I don't even know what that is, but you win. <laughs> Google it. It's Mexican Spider-Man. Okay. Um, Johnny, do you want to go first or second? I'll go first. Okay. Your question is... Who would make a better firefighter? Human Torch or Aquaman? Oh, that's... So I come from the land of firefighters, like wildfires, California. The state burns down every year. We rebuild. It's really good for their economy. And the way they prevent some fires is starting backfires. When it wind blows a certain way, you start a fire, and it burns towards the fire that's burning. So without a doubt... The Human Torch is the best firefighter, and I'd take him any day. So that only makes sense if you're fighting wildfires that haven't actually already started yet, and that's, like, controlled burning. And there are firefighters that do that, but, like, if your house is on fire, nobody's going to be like, hey, firefighter, like, Human Torch, come over here and just set this <laughs> shit on fire a little bit more. Hopefully my three-year-old won't make it out of the, like, Top story. Yay. No. You want water because water defeats fire. It's not like the hardest concept. I mean, it is for some people. So like when it's wet, it makes it super hard to burn. <laughs> like sometimes they dig ditches too to control fires, but just setting it back on fire. Sorry, but I mean, fighting fire with fire is just basically like suicide. So. Okay, well, uh, I disagree. You fight fire with fire. That's a fact. And also, I know you might have something that gets wet that's still burnt. <laughs> I don't know. But I'd rather have the house burn down quickly and my house be safe over some guy just spraying water on it than my house burns down. So last time I checked, like, when I used my fire extinguisher, it didn't, like, blow more fire out. It didn't. It shot, like, this weird foamy stuff that basically is, like, foam water. And, yeah, so fire against fire, I mean, no. It's just, like, it doesn't work that way. It's, sorry, Aquaman, I, try to set a fire underwater because you fucking can't. Doesn't work. Doesn't ever work. Sorry. Thank you. Time. All right. Um, hey, you both made some great points, but I got to hand the win here to Anina Russell. Okay. Um, next up, everybody, please welcome Cassidy Morton and John Pruitt. Back at it. 
Um, yeah, but you're way funnier, so it's going to work. No, you. No, you. Okay. Hey, um, John, do you want to go first or second? I shall go second. Second, okay. Hit me. Cassidy, as a shapeshifter, when you are trying to defeat your enemy, do you change into somebody that they know and trust and defeat them with trickery, or do you just turn your arm into a giant hammer and hit them with it? Okay, so from my experience, um, I would definitely have to change into someone they know and trust because my enemy is a 12-year-old girl named Caroline Leonard. <laughs> um, she's blonde, she has black eyebrows, and she was the most popular girl at the school. And her friend she knew and trusted said every day to me, everyone hates you in class. Real, I know, this is about bullying now. Yeah, <laughs> good. So I would like to be someone she knows, like, knows and trusts um, to trick her because, like, I don't know how else to handle, like, petty middle school shit. Um, and I think if I turned my arm, in, arm into a hamper, I would have gone to, like, the principal's office. Um, I think I could have done that. So it doesn't work with like, girls in middle school, unfortunately. I hate to tell you this, but it is deeply satisfying to slap the shit out of a 12-year-old with a hammer. I mean, like, once you feel that little bit of restriction in the swing, just, ah! And then, yeah, you might have to go to the principal's office. And then you shapeshift into a teacher and tell him, I don't know where the fuck she is. But, I, I, I mean, like, come on. Who has hit a person with a hammer before? Okay, two. Good, cool. Um... I think instead I chose that um, to in college to get hammered um, because she bullied me so much. Uh, but I did, I know, I did shape shift into um, the best fucking um, student and runner at the school. And that was a good way to trick her. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. Sorry if this, I made this sad. <laughs> I'm realizing now you guys didn't know this about me. Um, but I also appreciate the advice because now, Time. looking back, a hammer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, there are other ways. There are, you know, there are different avenues. There are different ways to skin that cat. I get that. I get that. But just me personally, and apparently for a lot of people, slapping the absolute fuck out of somebody with a hammer, top notch. That's the Ritz Carlton right there. That's some good shit. All right, yeah. Well, that was a very violent option, but I got to hand the win to John Pruitt. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> so, next up, everybody, please welcome Travis Stevenson and Meredith Kerr. Did I say that already, or did you guys just you we just walked up here? Okay. We didn't need Scooby Doo to solve so that mystery. That was the uh, for the benefit of people that are listening to this later. Okay. Um, who goes first? What was his comic book? What was your comic book? I mean, I can change it up, but it was Ghost Rider. Oh, yeah, that was a bad answer. Mm. <laughs> Mine was Sin City. Does that work? What's that? Sin City. Sin City? That is a better answer. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. Your question it had is... Rory from um, <laughs> yeah, do you want to go first or second? Meredith. I'll go first again. First, okay. Your question is, 
You run a little food stand down on the beach each summer. You know, nice little summer gig. You just run a little food stand. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Which, (laughs) which Batman villain would you rather hire as your employee? And your options are the Condiment King. This is a real Batman villain that would squirt people with ketchup and mustard. Okay. Or Kite Man. And this is a man that uh, flew kites. Is it a specific kind of stand that I run? You know, why don't you pick? Maybe you like a hot dog stand or a chicken figure stand? Or? Well, no, but does the Condiment King work with only mustard and ketchup? Does it matter? He's, no, sometimes he uses hot sauce, too. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. I'm just going to go regardless condiment king. And I don't care what kind of um, stand, food stand I have because obviously he's the better fit. The kite guy would be great if I ran like a rental company that had like, you know, beach chairs and umbrellas and kites. Isn't that what we said? Kite king? Yeah. Uh, oh, the kite man? Kite man. Yeah. Okay. Condiment guy. Uh, because who doesn't like a squirt of stuff every now and then on your food? <laughs> I mean, leave it up to Batman to have some bullshit-ass villains, right? (laughs) Oh, you're a billionaire orphan. I'm sorry your parents got killed. Deal with it. You know who else was a billionaire orphan? Annie, and she sang songs and she was chipper. So fucking get over it, you emo weirdo. The Condiment King? We don't need to go around in 2022 squirting people with our sauces. That's a PR nightmare, and nobody can get out of ranch stain. It's greasy, and it's there for good. Kite Man? Okay, let's think of some benefits that we've gotten from kites in the past. You know, first off, pageantry from China, thank you. Secondly, Benjamin Kite Flying Fucking Franklin invented goddamn electricity, so you're welcome. You're right. Squirting condiments would be a PR nightmare, but the manager of my um, food stand is Tide Man, and he'll just get those stains right out. I also own the laundromat down the way. So, yeah, because... It could be hot dogs at my stand, and then you want him to have mustard and ketchup and maybe some chili. Oh I don't want to tell you what part of his body the chili comes out, with, out of, but it is delicious. <laughs> and then one day, maybe I have... Uh, Time. There's no way to have like a badass superhero in this situation, but when I think of condiment, man, it's only those annoying Chick-fil-A employees who stand outside with like the change belt. They're like, do you want Polynesian or do you want honey mustard? What do you want? I've got it at the ready. Whereas at least Kite Man is like flying some shit. There's some setup. He has tools and equipment. He doesn't just have sauces that you can get at like Kroger. He's pretty useless. All right, a lot of good points here, but I gotta hand the win to Travis Stevenson. Okay. Macaulay Culkin was not in Casper. What's that kid's name? Nobody knows who that is. That's Macaulay Culkin's pen name for when he was doing gigs that he didn't want people to know he was doing. Man, this show has gone so far off the rails. I wish 
a Spider-Man could come in and put it back on the rails right now. You need three. Yeah, you're right. I got to watch the new Spider-Man. Okay. Um, I'm never going to watch another Spider-Man because I saw Into the Spider-Verse, and now I never need to see another one. They did it. They made it. They made the perfect movie. I'm done. Okay. Next up, Into the Spider-Verse. It was, it was amazing. Have you not seen it? Oh, it's great. You got you to gotta see it. All right. It's a, it's a, it's a nice... Yeah. Oh, what's the best Spider-Man? Ah, shit. Okay. I'll check out that new one. Next up. We're going to... Is it playing at 9.15? Oh, shit. We could get this done just in time. Run over and watch that. And my wife probably won't be pissed at all that I went out after the show to watch a movie with my friends. While the kids... While the kids at home screaming. And I'm like, but Peter Parker saved the day, honey. Okay. You think so? Guys, I've already been divorced once. I can't do it again. So, next up. <laughs> next up. Our finalist. What? How many times have you been divorced? Oh, okay. <laughs> Three or four. Okay. Okay, I'm not editing this podcast at all. This is going exactly like this. And the best part is you're not mic'd up, so people are just going to be like, who the fuck is he talking to, and what are they talking about? Okay. Hey, third time's the charm. Sir, I don't think you're going to talk. Okay. Guys. Our final debate of the night will be between John Pruitt and Travis Stevenson. <clears throat> John, do you want to go first or second? Uh, I'll go second. Second, okay. Oh, thanks, man. Uh, it was um, Ghost, Ghost Rider. He wrote a Harley. His head was made of flames. Um, best movie. <laughs> also played by Nicolas Cage, so fuck off. Didn't watch the movies, I just read the comics. Okay, your question is from Nick Ortolani and he asks, would you rather be, who would you rather be, a naked blue man infused with radiation and the ability to create matter at will? No idea what he's talking about. Dr. Manhattan from Watchmen. Okay. <laughs> Or a vulgar, drunk preacher with the literal word of God. Also still lost. Okay, like I know Pastor Rick, and he's not super. I mean, he, he can make you super uncomfortable, but he doesn't have any powers. So I'm going to choose the guy with the blue dingling dangling thing, because that's pretty cool. I can make matter out of, like, I can make things matter, like... Hey, honey, my hopes and dreams. Now they matter. See, I can do that. And I can walk around with a dick that I'm proud of for once as opposed to having to, like, you know, leave sex quickly or, like, make sure that the bathroom door's locked because I don't want anybody to see me awkwardly get dressed because I don't know what it looks like, you know, when it's not at 10 hut. You know what I'm saying? Because I can't exactly see it. I've said enough. All right. Go, Johnny. 
All right, so uh, I guess I get the uh, drinking, smoking, vulgar-ass motherfucker with the Word of God in him. I, I got three out of four already. So, uh, yeah, we can do this. All right, so uh, now you went with uh, King Dingaling, blue, swinging, does pretty much whatever he puts his will to, but uh, I can tell him what to do. So, uh, you know, you were like, um, I don't know if, uh, if it looks right at, at attention or whatever. I could just be like, everyone thinks my dick looks amazing. <laughs> and they would. Everyone here thinks my balls are cleanly shaven. And they would. <laughs> Even though they're not. A little bit stubbly. Right meow. You have the word of God, not the power of God. You know who else has the word of God? La Quinta Inn in every nightstand. So it's not that impressive. You know what I'm saying? I'm Mr. Blue King Swing Dingling, and Papa Smurf going to Smurf. And if he don't want to listen and go to church on Sunday, he ain't going to. Because he makes his own rules. Uh, no, that's exactly what this character does, is he has the power of God in his voice. So... I can tell anybody to do anything I want. Like, Sean, give me the fucking belt. Well, we're going to test that out right now. Hey, a lot of good points here, uh, but I got to hand the win to Travis Stevenson. Somebody get that belt. We gotta take some pictures with Travis. This is a big deal. You haven't won before? Been here a lot, never won. Oh, yeah. Oh. He's, he's holding multiple belts. He's holding multiple belts at the same time. Pick a side, pick a side, stupid. 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 Pick a side, pick a side